Welcome to the Hooper's Edge podcast, brought to you by the Kramer Basketball app. You want to get your game up in season, out of season, get basketball strong, get more athletic, improve your shooting, finishing, ball handling, whatever that might be, hit the link in the description below, get the Kramer Basketball app, and we can get your game up together. And then from there, you can chat, let me know if there's any questions you have. I might be able to point you in the right direction based on what specific skills you want to improve on. Say, hey jump into our speed series which is a ball handling program first or maybe you're in season but you want to really hone in on your shot i can say okay we'll join the shooter's blueprint program and let's take you know these 15 minutes of an hour hour and a half shooting workout and i want that to be uh, your daily vitamins as far as what you get in before practice and things of that nature so you can help get your game up hit the link in the description below if you want to get your game up with the kramer basketball Now, I do want to talk about shooting in this episode. Now, I'm rolling off the dome with some of this shooting instruction, so it may not be as formatted and organized as some other episodes. But the truth is, I'm sitting in the car, I'm driving to Myrtle Beach, and I can either drive by myself or I can drive by myself and talk to myself. So why not? I'll talk to myself, so I'm talking to you later. Shooting the basketball is a separator at all levels. If you can shoot the rock, you can provide value. Now, when it comes to shooting the basketball, there is a lot to be unpacked. And man, I continue to learn more and more about shooting the basketball uh, the older I get, the longer I do what I do, and I'm just so intrigued by it and I continue to work on my shot and it's something that I've been really trying to put an emphasis on not in the sense that I'm shooting more shots than usual but when I am working out I just feel like I'm more mentally engaged with improving my shot keeping the basketball straight keeping the basketball moving um, really kind of thinking about you know how I'm finishing on my follow-through where my offhand is Uh, I want to share with you a few things that I think are really, really beneficial if you want to improve your shooting. One, you got to know what your shots are. If you know what your shots are, what you do well, and then you can base your shooting strategy off that. You pull up, are you a three-point shooter? What are some of the locations? And where are the spots that you get a lot of shots from? When we know that about our shot, things become a lot easier. Secondly, you need to know your shot as far as is that thing going in or out? When you release that ball, you need to know. And if you're a shooter, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When that thing leaves your hand, you're like, oh, man, that felt so good. That's clean. Or you, you take that shot, like, nope, that one's coming off. That didn't quite, quite feel right. Great shooters know their shot. You need to know your shot better than anybody else knows their shot. And that's one thing that I found as I train players and I look at their shot. I don't have to work with them very long. I know their shot better than they do. And unfortunately, that's a problem. Now, that's part of why they're working out with me. And we try to work through this process of continuing to improve so that they know their shot better than anybody else. So know what your game shots are. Know your shot as a whole as far as is that thing going in out Um, if you know that thing's not going in 
what was it about your shot you knew you did wrong that caused it to miss? Now, a couple things that I want you to think about when it comes to shooting the basketball that I think can be pretty beneficial um, as far as real value of having a few thoughts. One is, is the basketball straight? I mean, we can think about all these, you know, specific details of shooting the basketball, all this good stuff. But if the basketball is not straight, you're going to miss the shot. You're going to miss the shot. So that's number one. Are we continuing to keep the basketball straight or are you all over the place? Are you shooting left? Are you shooting right? Short, long. We have some problems if you're not consistently keeping the basketball straight. Once we make sure that the basketball is straight, there's some other details that we want to make sure that we have. What's our power? How do we generate power in our shot? A lot of power is because of momentum. It's not how big your muscles are. We hear legs a lot. It's not how high you jump, right? You look at some of the best shooters in today's game, they don't get a lot of lift on their shot. You think of Steph Curry. You think of James Harden, you think of uh, Kevin Durant. Um, Not a lot of lift, right? But it is about momentum. Are they keeping the basketball moving? Is there a stop at the top? Is the basketball really coming up and then it's moving backward and then it's going forward again? That's an issue, right? Because we've essentially stopped the ball if it really has to come up and then come back, and then we got to change direction with it for it to come forward. We don't want that either. So is the basketball straight, and are we able to keep the basketball moving? Now, everybody's shot is a little bit different, so I'm not saying your shot needs to look like your favorite player, needs to look like Steph Curry or Dame Lillard, but if there's big stoppage, a clear pause at some point in your shot, that's going to take a lot of your power and momentum away, which is extremely beneficial when it comes to extending your shooting range, shooting the basketball quickly, fluid with fluidity. And if you start out on the right track of keeping that basketball moving and then stop it, you're going to have to start over again as far as making sure that basketball is going straight. So essentially, you got to keep it going straight twice because you've broken your shot into multiple pieces. I hope that makes sense. So with that in mind, what are some ways that we can generate momentum and keep the basketball straight? Well, a big part of this is our base with our balance. And I, I always say... We want to be wide enough in our stance that we have great balance, but not so wide that we lose that pop off the floor. We feel like we can pop off the floor quickly, almost like you're jumping ropes. Your hips are slightly back. Knees are slightly bent, not a big knee bend. Just feel like you can pop off the floor. Now, if your feet are narrow, you can still pop off the floor, but we don't have the base. We don't have the balance. So it's about finding that width that is right for you. Now, as far as the depth of your stance... That one is a little more clear for me, at least at this point in my shooting journey as a coach. If you're a right-handed player, you want to have a shot line from foot to hip to shoulder, elbow, follow-through. And so right foot is in, 
in front slightly. Now for me, the best advice I've heard is if I'm right-handed, my right foot is in front, the tip of my left shoe should come across into about the arch of my right shoe. All right, so that would be, you have some wiggle room there as far as how big the arch of your shoe is. Everybody's at least a few inches. So you have some space as far as what's comfortable for you, but still finding that straight line shot. Lead foot in front helps get the lead shoulder in front. That helps keep that shot moving straight as we get up into uh, the follow through, the release of our shot. Okay. Now, offhand or our guide hand, I should say, does help guide and keep the basketball straight. But I don't, I don't talk a ton about the guide hand unless I see a player who's really a big, big time thumb flicker that I can clearly tell is making their shot miss right or left. You know, and, and if I encounter some of those players, we'll, we'll talk about it um, as far as where they're putting their hand. A lot of times their hand is on the side. They're just pushing through with the thumb. Um, some players that guide hand will be a little more behind the ball to start, so we'll try to adjust it slightly. Um, but for the most part, the players that I've worked with, the offhand or guide hand location really hasn't been an issue. But I will say if you have some side spin on the ball, when you hit the rim, that side spin is going to cause the basketball to spin to the left or to the right, not straight. That's why we want that backspin, right? Because that backspin keeps the basketball straight, especially after it's hit something. So we're more likely to get those shooters' bounces because we have backspin on the shot. So if you have side spin on the shot, it's something you really want to look at is are you a thumb flicker with the guide hand? Or possibly are you twisting your shooting hand when you follow through? And one of the ways that you can notice that is really if you're following through and your wrist isn't flat up top, you know, you're following through and essentially your thumb is more so facing up, your pinky is more so facing down, um, that can cause you to miss the basketball um, and, and create some side spin on the shot. So... In this, we've talked a little bit about our base, our feet to create balance. We've talked about uh, our guide hand. We've talked a little bit about our shooting hand as far as following through on the shot to generate backspin. We've talked about keeping the basketball moving. That will help you create power and momentum in your shot. It'll also help keep the basketball straight. And that's what we want if we want to be a great shooter. We have to keep the basketball straight. We want to be consistent with it have range with it and that means being able to keep the momentum of the basketball last thing that we do want to keep in mind is understand that the basketball moves first because the basketball has farther to travel up and out than your body does you know even if you jumped let's over exaggerate this example let's say you jump two feet off the ground on your jump shot all right so you've got to jump two feet before you shoot it and then you, you, know, you bend your knees, your hips are back, so your body has to essentially get straighter to unload. You think about what that distance is. So maybe that's two feet off the floor, and then from your hips back position, let's say that's another six inches. So say that's two and a half feet that your body is going up. Again, this is a, a big example because hardly anybody would jump that high on their shot. 
compare that to the distance that the basketball has to travel from, say, your midsection, say it's slightly above your belly button, all the way up to, let's say, your eye, for an example, and then all the way out into the follow-through until it releases on your fingertips. Think about how many feet that is. That's a long ways. I mean, that could be what? Six feet? Five feet? Now, how tall you are as far as the length of your arms plus the movement coming up your body and then getting out. So my point is the basketball has much farther to travel than your body. And so in order to get the power that we need timed up from hips and some slight leg, right? You got your three levers with your ankles, your knees, your hips. In order to get those timed up, to have power the basketball has to move first now what is that point well because everybody's shot is a little bit different their starting location with their hand placement is that more of a a belly button position is a little more of a chest position as far as being able to have the basketball in that what you might call a pocket and then lifting up is different then the sinking of when those ankles, knees, and hips unload is also going to be different. That's what the game's all about, practice. Getting your reps up and figuring out what that timing looks like for you. But I will tell you this, it's an exciting, even as a coach, it's exciting to see when that player unlocks the timing of the movement of the ball And as they're beginning to get into their follow-through, they're incorporating the timing of ankles, knees, and hips unloading. And you start to see how easy it is for them to generate power, generate range on their shot, and that's when the shot really becomes fluid and it, it becomes effortless. And that's a lot of fun as a coach to be able to see a player do that, and it's a heck of a lot even more fun for a player to be able to see that hard work, that shot becomes so much more comfortable, fluid, and ultimately they're knocking down more shots. So I uh, hope you found this episode beneficial. If you did, uh, positive rating and review goes a really long way. Uh, if there's anything we can answer regarding shooting, please let me know. Please reach out. Contact at KramerBasketball.com is uh, the business email address. And if you're interested in the Kramer Basketball app and getting a lot of these shooting details on video with some of our drills, again, the link is in the description below. Thanks for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. And as always, get after it today.